I, I, I think it's great. I think having all of that detail, <laughs> all of the detail is helpful. Okay, we're would do... you rather it have be a half a page? Yes. Oh With no! The, these are the three. Not. These are the three big things we did. Bing, Bing, Bing. No I'm the way. governor, right? No. No, you would make fun of that. I'd make fun sure. of that too. This is all you did. <laughs> what? The, Half these... a page. Great job <laughs> for the whole year. <laughs> all right, you may have my number there. <laughs> I am jazzed as hell. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Greg Pancake Hill produces Wisconsin's Morning News. I think he fixed it. What's your oh, idea? For you have the to be more specific on that one. <laughs> he fixed all of the things. There well, it is. so what's the report? That streaming numbers are going down because more and more people are tired of paying more for content that isn't being refreshed on Netflix. And you need more than Netflix and Hulu. You, you need, need yeah, Disney Plus, Paramount. You need everything. You need Apple. all of those. Max, right? That's the HBO product. Yep. So now you need five or six streaming services, and now they're throwing live sports in the mix as well. So, boy, you want to watch your team one time in the primetime game or whatever. Now you need that. need Peacock. Right. Apple's going to get more into live sports as yeah, well. Yeah. Amazon's into live sports. So, And what was Hulu has live sports. That's what they say. So anyway, you fixed it, Greg. Yeah, so you want cable, by the way. No, here's what you do. <laughs> that's what I want. Yeah, that's what you want. Well, here's why I want it, because I don't want to mess around with this subscription over here and that subscription over there and this thing. I like the convenience of the streaming, that I can watch it on my phone wherever I go or do all of those things. I just don't want to keep track of it. I want my TV to just be my TV. I turn it on, and here's all my stuff. Yeah. Look at, <laughs> he's looking at me like That's not a new idea, by the way. That has It's currently happening, too despite the dwindling numbers. No, here's what you do if you're a streaming service. And this also, by the way, keeps cable TV alive. By the way, before I get my million-dollar idea out on the air, January 2nd, 2024, mark the tape so when this does happen, I can at least get a check in the mail. Here's what you do. You have a channel on, you have a streaming channel already on cable subscription. So there is a Netflix channel on your cable subscription, right? It streams all of their in their original uh, content. Stranger Things, Wednesday, what have you. They have the new episodes of these streaming shows air on an appointment day. Hey, yeah, like old timey TV. Correct. As we've Seinfeld's all grew on up Thursday. with. So, but exactly. Isn't that what we have now? Like, if Vince has cable and also has Netflix, doesn't he? But see, I don't want and also Netflix. I want right. One. He wants one product, so you can have your cable. Also, kind of have Netflix. The 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 kind of the bet is that it's not on demand. However, the new episode stream on this appointment day. Hey, every Wednesday. Wednesday, the new season airs, 8 okay. Eastern, 7 Central, and you can watch it on the Netflix channel. And then they just run the reruns, as they typically would on cable television. So Netflix becomes what HBO used to be. Uh, Yeah, essentially. But they, you could still have your streaming service and pay premium if you want all this content on demand, or you keep the cable subscription alive yeah. Yeah. and have a channel, a Netflix channel, and it just circulates all original content. And you have a Hulu channel, Exa- and you have a Peacock HBO, channel, exactly and whatever right. else. So then you pay for these different... Fine. Okay, so then you pay for some of these extra features, and then you look at your cable bill at the end of the year, and you're like, what? Now it's 260 bucks. Well, did that happen? that's the effort to hopefully you get rid of your streaming service. Right, Again, now, you give up the on-demand yes. premium, though. You give up the, mm-hmm. what? hey, this is when I want to watch it, versus, hey, I will just make sure to be around my TV. Or can you DVR it? 
You could probably yes, you can. <laughs> are it. But you have to wait for the new episode, though. Like, you can't just go, like, because Netflix has a tendency of streaming, of releasing all their stuff, right? Right. Hey, just on this day, it. the whole season drops. But if you don't want to pay for Netflix, but you still want to consume that content, yeah. then just have the channel made, you know, a thousand and one or whatever it is. And then you wait and you run advertisements, you run your commercials that people are already paying for anyway. If you pay for cable, you just run special content commercials and promos. You know what's so interesting, though? Like, right now, I feel like all those streaming sites, other than, like, a couple of different shows and whatnot, all share the same movies anyway. Yeah, you just have to wait. It's about yeah. being patient. Oh, Three the months movies? later. Yeah. yeah, like, they pop up on every on elsewhere. Like, they, you know, Netflix now is, like, airing all the stuff that used to be on Max. It's like, okay. We have to, we go on the home screen of the television at my house and say, what movie do we want to watch? And then it gives us the options. Where is it available yeah, to watch? Right. It's on HBO? Oh, it's all on HBO right. and Hulu. Well... We really? don't do pay for I, do ads. Do I have that? I'm not sure. Can I do that? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> if you have a smart TV, yes. Damn, what's like happened a... to me? I've become... I now don't know how to use the electronics <laughs> in my go. house. Play it. There it is. I'm at my dad's house yesterday. He always have, <laughs> he has a thing on New Year's every year. My sister comes up, and you know that's kind of like our Christmas with my dad. Okay. And he has about 17 components all plugged into the... We tried to play like a DVD... Because we had some old family videos or whatever. Man, it took 15 minutes to figure out where the sound is coming in. Where do we touch this? Well, and then my stepmom got out a book. She's like, I wrote down the notes. I'm like, oh my oh God, this boy. Me. No, what you need is a Roku TV. Just hit on, <laughs> and then you have your stuff. That's what Greg's talking about. Oh, so I need to buy a TV made in this decade? Correct. Help. <laughs> Man, my, I'll tell you what, my, my Sony's still kicking. Must have bought that around 2010 or something like Good that. Good for you, man. It's great. I mean, I would like it to be like 20 inches bigger. They have those. I know. And they're like, I the first flat screen we got at my house was, and it was top of line, it was Samsung. I wanted like super, you know, that was when uh, the LED, or no, it was probably, what, what was before LED? Well, plasma? Plasma. It, was, it wasn't a plasma. Yes. Right? Those things weighed ten thousand pounds. <laughs> the projection right? TV. Yeah, but it was our first, you, like, you know, like super nice new, you know, flat screen, and it was twelve hundred dollars for a forty-two inch. See, but now you can you get can... that for like one hundred and fifty bucks. Oh yeah, right? they're super, super cheap for the most part. Not okay. super cheap, but I mean, relative to yes. what they were. Yes, correct. Okay, so what I have to do is I got to get a, a better smart TV. Okay, is mm-hmm. that it? Yep. Yeah. How many remotes do you have? Four. Ah, too much. Too <laughs> many. You have to think about it. Down to one now, man. Yeah. Four. Now, now we all here in the new millennia. We have only one yeah. now. Get a really? smart TV. It makes your life so much easier. Yeah, it's a lot easier to help navigate the, uh, maybe sa- the parents that but, come by. Hey, how do you use this TV? On. That's do you have it. a sound bar? <laughs> uh, I do. Okay, and that's through the, your TV remote, too? Yeah, yeah. Then you just attach it all mm-hmm. up. Yep. What is this sorcery? <laughs> All right, I'm going to bring Pancake over to the house. Maybe. What do you, what do you charge for a stop by? Uh, we'll see. For a visit. 819 on Wisconsin's Morning News. I think we fixed it. Eight twenty four, Wisconsin's Morning News. January 2nd, 2024. Now, this normally would be a fairly mundane procedural event. I don't recall ever even having reported on it. However, it's happening today. And could be a little more interesting. The Wisconsin Elections Commission posted notice of their meeting today, 10 o'clock this morning. This is the Presidential Preference Selection Committee. I don't know that I've ever heard of that. You? No. <laughs> right? <laughs> 
they, everything with elections now has, and for better and for worse, like is now under scrutiny. Yeah. We want to know about it. We want to see how these processes, which usually we didn't pay much attention to, are now in the forefront because of all the controversy surrounding elections. So on this notice, this meeting is required under Wisconsin statute, five, uh, let me see, 8.12 for the purpose of selecting what names will appear on the ballot for Wisconsin's presidential preference vote. That's the primary on April 2nd, 2024, Democratic Party of Wisconsin, Republican Party of Wisconsin have certified that they will participate in the presidential preference vote. In other words, both parties have said, like, yes, we would like to participate in this vote on the 2nd that mm-hmm. will help us decide who our nominee will be. So Kirk Bankstead is the owner of Monaco Brewing. You maybe have heard his name or heard of Monaco Brewing. He's an organizer of a super PAC that supports Democratic causes. He filed a complaint, and this got caught in, you know, sort of the right up against the holidays So maybe you hadn't heard this, but he filed a complaint with the Wisconsin Elections Commission seeking to keep former President Trump off the primary ballot. Efforts which, unless the U.S. Supreme Court decides otherwise, have been successful already in two states, both Maine and Colorado, have at least for now thrown former President Trump off the ballot there. The Elections Commission here in Wisconsin dismissed that complaint for an assortment of reasons, but basically it comes down to whether state Republicans want to have former President Trump on the ballot. Basically, the Elections Commission said, this isn't our thing. It's up for these guys to decide. This complaint is, should not be registered right, here with right. us. Yep. We don't have a role in that. So they're going to have this meeting today. Bankstead can still try to block Trump through the courts, which reports suggest he may do. Uh, but the Wisconsin Elections Commission is not going to be the body that decides whether or not Trump is on the ballot, at least for those reasons, like the 14th Amendment, which has been cited in some of the other cases. Mm-hmm. But uh, nonetheless, they have that meeting today. 10 o'clock this morning, so at least it will get a little bit more attention than it used to. Should we know then by the end of that meeting whether or not there's going to be a a thing here? Yeah, I think the Republicans come up with their list, the Dems come up with their list, and then the Elections Commission, you know, people sign off on the thing, and here's the list of people that are going to be on the ballot, provided they've met, you know, whatever the Republican Party or the Democratic Party wants in terms of putting these folks on there. They could put Eric Bilstead on the ballot if they wanted. Have you applied to be on the ballot? (laughs) Not at the moment. So... That is happening today. Don't expect any huge drama out of that, but it's at least something to watch. Meanwhile, we're we're now two weeks out from the Iowa caucuses. Yeah, here we go. It's 2024. Here we go. We actually start voting. Trump is leading in Iowa by more than 30 points. Less than three points separate Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley is running on her donors' issues. I'm the only one running on your issues. DeSantis attacking Haley after her recent rise in the polls, gaining ground on Trump in New Hampshire. That state's Republican governor, who endorsed Haley, is now calling on Chris Christie to drop out to give Haley a better chance against Trump. But the former New Jersey governor is not backing down, recently launching a seven-figure ad campaign. Yeah, he's in. Wow. <laughs> not, only, not only am I not dropping out, but I'm going to spend all the money and That's see what, what happens. You might as well. Now's the time. What, I asked you this before. What is his day job? What does Christie do now? Like, uh, did, he was doing some like media contri- contributions, like working for ABC at one point. I know he worked for right? CNN for a little bit. But now that you're running, they can't pay you to be on TV, no, right? I don't so, think so. So now he's just doing this, right? So I, what's what's interesting though is now we're going to start getting down to it. All of these polls don't matter. Many of these polls have been national polls, and we don't choose the president by popular vote in America. We choose by state-by-state contests. And so it doesn't matter what nationally President Trump is polling at or any of the challengers. It matters only what it is state-by-state. 
And we'll start to see that now, finally, beginning with Iowa. I think the Dems, Dems and Republicans both the same day in Iowa, because sometimes they can split the caucus, those caucuses up. I believe they're the same. And then it, then it starts to roll. Then it goes out east, and you got New Hampshire. That's a big one. And then, of course, Super Tuesday is usually the yep. one where you got a pretty good idea after that about what's going to happen. But just, I, I remain convinced, for those who want to be skeptical about former President Trump, Trump's run and where he is in the polls, I think it's different to tell a pollster, yep, I support Trump, versus actually going there and voting for him. And I think some people might siphon off if they start to wonder, like, am I going to have you know, this constitutional crisis looming because these court cases have not played out, things like that. Will they actually then go in in that primary or in that caucus and say, this is my person? But we'll see. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right now the polls are only polls. The only ones that matter are going to start here in a couple of weeks. 829 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Gary. on Wisconsin's Morning News. So, kiosk ordering, that's fairly, like, that's not even a thing anymore, right? Yeah, it's been done before, right? Beep, 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 beep. Some McDonald's are like that, right? You go in, you just... We've gotten really used to ordering on the apps. That's no big deal, right? But this is different. This is 2.0 type of stuff. If my intelligence is artificial, then why am I smarter than you? All right, little AI news. So we've told you about this before. You've heard about how AI is going to be doing more and more doctor-related items, more diagnosing, if you will, that type of thing. We've heard of that before. Turn your head and cough. Right? We've also heard about how AI can (laughs) be even more and more of, like, your date or even a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Yes. Please tell me more about your fantasy football team. Yeah. Perfect. Sounds great. Perfect. Um, But now... We're going to see more and more of this being done in restaurants. A new restaurant in Pasadena in California is going to leverage technology to reshape the restaurant and retail sectors. It's partnering with a robotics company to create this. They're going to employ cutting-edge systems in food tech, both grill and fry stations. They will boast complete automation. AI will take the order. AI will create the food and then give it to the customer. So, like, AI cooks. Yes. Robot cook. Guests will use self-ordering kiosks and then witness their meals being made meticulously prepared by robotic chefs. Is there, like, a big window? Can you look in? And they're going to make, like, craft burgers. The new Kelly Express by Flippy restaurant will sit down in downtown Pasadena. Well, so that's interesting. Freshly crafted burgers and whatnot. Not for nothing, but keep an eye on this, because California, I believe, starting with the new year, or maybe it's spring, goes to a $20 minimum wage for fast food workers. Pizza Hut just laid off all their drivers, said, forget it, we'll let Grubhub do it, or whatever. We can't pay people $20 an hour to deliver pizza. Yeah, yeah. And so if this if this works to any degree of, of success, you could see that replicated. I mean, obviously, the startup cost is heavy, right? Oh, for sure. To, but to it, hire the robots, but once they're there. But you still like have, like, when you go to Home Depot and do the self-checkout, which I hate doing, by the way. I, I always, if I can, I try not to go to the self-checkout. If you got a lot of stuff, it's not, not it's worth what, it. I, I don't know. But, like, there's always a person standing there. There's always, like, usually someone <laughs> overseeing. Right. Even when it's self-checkout or self, you know, whatever. Right, because you need to type this yeah, in or, 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 or it's not working right. Or, you know, the... 
whoever's spraying out the like the burger stuff on the little tube that comes out of the robot's hand, like that sometimes gets jammed and or needs to be refilled or something, right? But anyway, yeah. So that that you will get the burger that way. I've got a burger medium rare, no tomato, extra ketchup. See, there you go. Oh, right? extra ketchup. That's mine. That's me. And what if it, what if it misunderstands your order or something like that? At some point, isn't there going to be an issue? I've got a pastrami no mayo with potato wedges. Oh, I had the waffle fries, actually, with that. <laughs> the receipt says a pastrami, no mayo with potato wedges. <laughs> and she just won't give. Yeah, sorry. It's, I'm sorry. No, this, this is what, is you what got. the order was. We're not going to change for you, Yeah, how customer. do you convince AI the customer is always right? <laughs> no, but no, but customer wrong. is wrong in this case. I swear she ordered wedges. <laughs> is there an AI boss? Right. Bullseye. There's got to be an AI boss. So then that AI goes back to the other AI boss and is like, I don't know... I don't know. He says he ordered waffle fries. Right. <laughs> yes. Or AI boss is frustrated that one AI always shows up late or never wants to work weekends. I have you seven milliseconds late again today. <laughs> uh, AI 2Bot is now coming in late again on Saturdays. <laughs> always on Saturdays. I don't know. I think it could work. Definitely the novelty will be there. People will go. And if they do a good job, that, there's the future. on Wisconsin's Morning News this Tuesday morning. First time we're with you here in 2024. Glad to kick off the year. Happy New Year. Good to see you. Yeah. Good to be back. All good? All's well. Great. All the travel good? It worked out phenomenally. Did you see the New Year? I did. You did? did, Yeah, Yeah, you did. I was at a a house party. Not my own. Someone else's house. I didn't even see a lot of the second half of the Packers game, which is <laughs> so bad. Because the game was over. I, I was so excited. Like it's hard for us to watch primetime games right, on yeah. our schedule, and yeah. I'm like, hey, this is great, no problem. Man, too much partying. Terrible. I wish. I wish that were the case. Did you see this for the? So week between Christmas and New Year's is kind of tough in the news cycle too. A lot of things get left. By the wayside, but I, I wanted to make sure that you a lot saw of UW this. UW chancellors uh, get caught up in porn scandals. <laughs> that can happen. I got more takes on that. I actually <laughs> yeah, sure you do. But anyway, go ahead. You know what? That's the number one story anybody wanted to talk about when I saw people out oh and about gosh. this weekend. Like, you guys really had the chancellor on. Like, he came on your show. I'm like, he was proud and excited to come oh, on the yeah. show. Speaking of which, by the way, if uh, if you did miss that last week, we did have the chancellor of the University of Wisconsin Lacrosse, uh, Joe Gao, joined us on Wisconsin's Morning News. After that, he opened the floodgates. See, everybody got him after that. Oh, yeah. But he was on live with us talking about the porn scandal at UW Lacrosse. And if you want to uh, listen to that full interview. <laughs> Careful what you say there. You know, <laughs> we do not have any links to the porn right. itself. If you want to listen to the interview anyway, uh, text the word Vince to the Old National Bank Talk and text line 855-616-1620. Or no, wait, that one was Gal, right, Greg? They text Gal. Either you can get you what you want, but if you want all of Wisconsin's morning news on the Who's podcast, that, that will be Vince. All right. Text Vince or Gal. Not to be associated with each other. <laughs> yeah, careful. To 855-616-1620, we'll blast you the link to that podcast, and you can listen to the whole interview. Uh, no, I want to make I want to make sure I brought this to your attention, Eric, because Good. I know I know you were waiting for it. The 2023 roundup. Gov Evers highlights 2023 accomplishments. Oh yes, the this from the governor's release. press yeah. office. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they sent out 
uh, a list of things the governor was proud of in the last year. Sure. It begins with a quote from the governor. I'm still jazzed as hell that Wisconsinites elected me as their governor. I am jazzed as hell. I'm not kidding you. That's in the news release. He starts with that. Jazzed as hell. And I'm proud we kicked off the first year of my second term with some of our most important work to date. Building a strong economy that works for everyone. Bolstering our workforce and preventing a collapse of our child care industry. Doing what's best for our kids and our schools. I'm not kidding you. This is in there. Fixing the darn roads. We fixed the damn roads. Yes, sir. <laughs> I love how he's doubling down on these things. It's, it's as if he listens to the show. I, I, I swear, sometimes he's trolling us. <laughs> it's right in there for the, these two clowns, right? Expanding access to health care and trying to do the right thing every day, said Governor Evers. And the release continues on with various accomplishments for 2023, which is fine. I don't remember specifically, but I imagine various other governors or mayors or heads of whatever have sure. sent out the, here are the things we're proud of, yeah. a couple of bullet points, a few things to highlight, right? This here news release from the governor's office continued on, in addition to what I read to you, for 14 and a half pages. Single-spaced, 12-point <laughs> Times New Roman 14 and a half, 15 in total pages. Well, that clearly accomplished a lot of stuff. Must have done a lot of stuff. 9,200 words. Yes, I counted. I ran it through the thing. More words than the Magna Carta and the U.S. Constitution combined. (laughs) More words than President Barack Obama's first State of the Union address. That was a long one. And no one ever accused him of being short. The president, a transformative president at that, his first State of the Union address, and this news release from Evers 23 eclipsed it by 2,000 words. As as hell. I think, I mean, he detailed all of the most important things that were taking place, right? Everything that, don't you want your lawmakers, your governor to say, hey, here's what we did. Here's exactly what we did. Nobody cares. (laughs) No, I'm not saying we don't care. And I'm not saying you're entitled to, you know, tell people what you did. And if you don't get out there and tell people what you did, then who will? Okay. Yeah. 15 pages, man? Like, I'm not even going to read that. It's, my, it's probably my job to read that. What am I supposed to do? Curl up by the fire for three hours? <laughs> Curl up, 15 yes. pages? Yes. Well, clearly that in itself, though, great detail. Everything you need to know was in that initial press release. We fixed the damn road. Yeah. Well, last week, an addendum. That wasn't enough. The governor's press office was not done. Also issued last week, the 2023 Roundup Gov Evers completes annual 72-county tour of Wisconsin, which other politicians are wont to do. Sure. We want to visit every county. I want to meet the people. Yeah, that's good. I want to do all the stuff. So fine, good. A couple of those things you want to highlight. This was even longer than the other one. (laughs) 14,410 words. 26 pages. From Adams to Wood County and the other 70 in between. Every ribbon cutting, dog park opening, school visit. Every gas station, residence, warehouse, farmhouse, hen house, outhouse, or dog house. I mean, if he stopped for a bathroom break, a quick trip, and whatever, Tomahawk, they put that in there. <laughs> well, maybe, did they have like an index? <laughs> it should have, right? <laughs> a table of contents. You can search by, you know, keyword or by whatever, or by county. No, it was alphabetical by county. A full paragraph, again, single space, small type. Everybody he met with, everybody he did, every he did school really he visited. Got a really nice cup of coffee, a quick really trip good. in Jefferson Great County. Great to see Jan and Steve there at the hot <laughs> steaming cup. 
no, in this, Spooner. This means, hey, this is transparency. This is what you want. Here's where he was, when he was there, what he was doing, how it was being done. How did they, did they lock somebody in a room for a month in the press office and just, I'm working on the year ender. I can't, I cannot. Start that process in September. Jimmy, are you in there still? We have the news card. I'm, I am busy doing the year ender. I've got my hands full. I'm not available for that. You can do it next year. I, I, I think it's great. I think having all of that detail, <laughs> all of the detail. is helpful. Okay, we're Would you do... rather it have be a half a page? Yes. Oh, With no, the, these are the three. Not. These are the three big things we did. Bing, bing, bing. No I'm the way. governor. Right? No. no, you would make fun of that. I'd make fun sure. of that, too. This is all you did? <laughs> what, <laughs> half a page? Great job. <laughs> For the whole year? All right, you may have my number there. <laughs> I am jazzed as hell. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Could see some flurries and patchy freezing drizzle away from Lake Michigan today under a high of 39 degrees. That's the WTMJ forecast sponsored by Dave Dre Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. Low down to 29 tonight. Pretty much quiet weather through the remainder of the week. Best I see here in terms of snow, chance for flurries Wednesday, flurries maybe on Saturday. But Niz said next Tuesday could be a thing. It's a so, day to watch. Yeah. Keep your eyes open for next Tuesday, Steve. So that's the, what would that be, the 10th, 9th? Seven days. We're well into January. I mean, this is a win, right? You know, the the cities must be just jumping up and down, not spending any money on salt and all the overtime and all that stuff. All that extra money they have. I wonder what they're going to do with that. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to swim in a giant vat of coins. (laughs) Like the surplus. (laughs) Yeah, like the surplus that we never get back. Gentlemen, it's Victory <laughs> Tuesday because I'm celebrating the Packers. I was we were all off yesterday, so yeah. today okay. is today special you're edition. Celebrate. Yeah, money. Your guy, big time sports guy Brandon Stein is going to actually he's off, but he's going to call in. Nice. I make people work on their off days. I don't know, I don't know <laughs> if you guys do that, but I'm going to. I don't know what to make of that Vikings game. First of all, obviously, I love the outcome. I really love how the Packers responded to everything, whatever. But also, that quarterback tandem of theirs was terrible. Yeah, he sucked. You know, this whole question of, well, do we really need Jair Alexander because we got uh, Val Bal over there, Valentine and yeah. Valentine on yeah, either end. Yeah. Isn't that I funny? Valentine, Valentine. <laughs> just goofy. Yeah, so I, I just don't I don't know what to make, how to evaluate that. You win. know what? You'll find out on Sunday because yes. the Bears have the, I think, the best record in the second half, tied for the best record in the NFL. They got this young quarterback that's supposedly something. We've got a young quarterback that's supposedly something. What better way to sort it out than a Sunday at 3-whatever in the afternoon? I'll be at the game looking forward to it, sitting inside comfortably with my T-shirt on. <laughs> Other people freeze. <laughs> Look at this. Scafidi's off and running uh, in 24. Here we go. Good. Here we go. Fantastic. Steve Scafidi is up next.